0: Please stay tuned you worth Sirius FM 105.7 Your number one station in the East Rand Yes, uh, what a lovely vibe uh, that Nasheed has And a uh, beautiful indeed uh, Jazakallah khair uh, Yusuf Asmal For bringing uh, that segment uh, so vibey so beautiful, the whole family scene today. Those kids are already looking forward to the Dalgos and the Jardo and uh, perhaps the Palau or whatever coming through on the lunchtime table. Hey, you can hear them. Hey, yeah, mm-hmm. I really like that. Mufti Brian Smith has joined us from the Boa Cup. He's uh, someone that resonates positively on the platforms of Sirius FM. Mufti Saab, assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. And tell me how you're doing this fine, beautiful Jumma morning.
1: Wa alaikum assalam salam, wa rahmatullahi wa our listeners are there, jazakallah khairan, indeed a beautiful Jumaat, the first of Rabiul Over also, I hear you speaking about the menu, but you forget to tell the listeners that we, and also that Koftas was in Durban, Jazakullah khairan.
0: Hey, you make me laugh, hey, I've had lekker and must I go on with the other stories too when we, no. <laughs> anyway, we leave that, maybe we'll leave that for another day, Mufti Sabah. I mean, you know what? People, people, I'll tell you what. Yeah, you better buy from Faisal Smile because, you know, he uses fresh ghee, fresh rice. fresh. It makes it the same day. You can't buy a chow that was made last week, warmed up and sold this week. No, be careful. Mufti and I will do a show on it. Promise you, Yusuf, a whole so. show on when the cook cooks last week's chow, this week. (laughs) (laughs) Mufti Saab, (laughs) hey, I'm nearly (laughs) falling off the chair, but uh, yes, sir, your questions have come through here. Uh, This question says, as-salamu alaykum, Mufti, with so many promises made by politicians, and if we don't vote, we don't get to change uh, things. Uh, Please, your comments.
1: Uh, she said, "A very, very good uh, statement made by the commissioner." You know, I saw even posters when I uh, uh, when I went to Durban. Recently, I just came back to Cape Town yesterday, and I saw the posters in Phoenix. Also, that one political party has uh, put up the you know. Uh, et cetera. So all these empty promises, normally before election, you'll hear a lot of empty promises uh, made by politicians in political parties, etc., because they're lobbying for your vote and because of your vote, they'll stay in power, they'll earn perks and benefits, etc. So you are actually paying for and funding their lavish lifestyles, etc. There's very few out there that are uh, really concerned about the community and really sincere also. So yes, if you have to vote, if you don't vote, you won't be able to make a difference. If you have to vote, Also, then you need to be very, very careful who you uh, vote for because it's an intercession from your side. And uh, when you can proceed on someone's uh, behalf of his character, you are testifying to that person being able to lead and take charge of uh, matters that will, uh, of course, concern communities. So be careful out there. You know, and uh, ask around if you know any decent person that is standing. Even independent candidates, Shafaa, uh, sometimes they make the best uh, people uh, as ward councillors, etcetera, in your local community. Look for such type of people. Don't always go with mainstream uh, media and mainstream political parties because what have they done for society up till today we're all in difficulty we're all still suffering Allah make it easy insha'Allah. jib
0: assalamu alaikum can I still perform my jumma at home under level one lockdown Mufti Saab
1: uh, Shafat, it is best for a person to go to the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We've seen that uh, there's still many people dying uh, daily and there's still uh, over a thousand or so cases uh, being recorded, you know. So people, you have to get back to uh, your life back to normal. You have to uh, uh, slowly adapt uh, to what is being termed as the new normal out there. So if you're not going to take charge now, then when are you going to visit the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? You know? So if you have absolutely no valid excuse, sickness, etc., that is preventing you from going to the masjid, then you have no excuse to read your salah at home. Uh, in fact, the amount of worshippers has been increased also by the local government. You know, there's more people being accommodated in the masjid now, so it would be best for people then to return to the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Take your necessary precautions that is least permissible in Islam and a march all along to the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Mufti, is there any
0: special deeds uh, to be performed during Rabiul Awal?
1: Chafat, you know, Rabiel, oh well, it's uh, also called uh, the month of spring. Uh, which we will be discussing, I think, throughout this month, uh, the birth of Rasulullah Islam, the demise of Rasulullah Islam, and his beautiful character and everything that he brought with, uh, as guidance for the ummah. However, we should be careful when introducing certain things and labeling it as ibadah in Islam, they, uh, then we should be careful. You know, Many people will be speaking many, many things and we only need to take what is a sunnah of Rasulullah Islam that has been recorded through reliable chains and in uh, the books that is ex- Accepted the university by the ummah of rasulullah the there's no specific special deeds related to rabiul oh, well, a person can continue fasting on mondays and thursdays it is sunnah also a yam, the white right days uh, of the month of three days you know that a person can fast and then continue your normal ibadah. there's no specific increase of worship also in the month of rabiul oh, well, awwal
0: what should uh, muslims uh, do to companies who enforce uh, vaccines at the workplace
1: uh, Shafat, yes, uh, Muslim companies yes, Muslim companies and non-Muslim companies I think this will also become part of the new norm unless people start objecting, you know, uh, sometimes because of religious uh, reasons a person don't want to take the vaccine or sometimes simply because of health reasons and uh, now they are forcing those people who do not want to vaccinate they have to take uh, the stupid PCR test which costs anything from 700 Ren upwards, so you have to take it every three days, now you're already paying the workers peanuts and then from there they have to pay every uh, three, four days they have to pay seven, eight hundred bucks upwards. Then what are these people actually uh, uh, gaining at the end of the day, you know? So people or companies that enforce vaccines, those that are the manufacturing sector, people, the public has the power, they should boycott the products of these people and these companies, you know, don't uh, uh, support them. I remember during a party in that Simba, the company that uh, makes chips, you know, they gave the colored community one box of Knickknacks for a specific event. During my time, and uh, they gave uh, the Caucasian community, they gave them thousands and thousands of rents in sponsorship. And people just started boycotting their products and uh, very, very uh, soon after that they to rectify the situation. So you as the buyer, you have the power in your hand to reverse the situation. I would suggest that don't support them, don't buy from them. Those people who are enforcing uh, these uh, vaccines upon the people, G.
0: I tell you, Mufti Sabi, why are you talking about chips? Because I like the, you know, the cheese and onions. Hey, not one packet, two packets. I think you like the salt and vinegar one, Mufti.
1: Salt and vinegar, yes, salt and vinegar, because, you know, it's a, a, a completely a unique taste, but they are taken it off the market. It's only up again for a limited time, Shafrat. We have to be updated with all these things, gee.
0: Yeah, what about, balsamic vinegar? Yeah. <laughs> Did they, they take that <laughs> off the market
1: too? will to see.
0: Okay, Mufti up, Yusuf Asman uh, says, what about Kulinji chips?
1: <laughs> that would be a nice addition. I mean, you can use it, uh, you know, of course, it is a sunnah uh, to use kulunji, you know, but uh, they've put it in so many products nowadays, uh, toothpaste, etc. and uh, many, many other things, the bakers now use it as a flavoring or additive uh, to uh, to uh, things like chips as well. Gee, yeah, I tell you, people,
0: you sell it like hotcakes. Yeah, in your supermarkets, uh, can a woman in her mences uh, listen to Juma lecture on radio, seeing that the Quran
1: verses are also
0: mentioned in term uh, of this
1: a good question, Shafad. Yes, you can listen to the Juma lecture. with mostly Arabic, um, mostly English or whatever language the people speak, you know, Urdu, etc. And the verses will only be few. What a woman in Mensis has been prohibited from doing is reciting the glorious Qur'an and also touching the glorious Qur'an. So in this case, you're not touching and you're not reciting. You are merely listening to a lecture. It could be a recording as well with all this playback, and you are listening and benefiting from the. And also the translation of those verses will be given uh, during that lecture. So there's those some upon a person, a female, that is in her monthly uh, menses, you know, uh, whilst listening uh, to uh, lectures or listening to that uh, the few verses that have been given during the Jummah lecture. G.
0: What is the ruling on uh, giving someone uh, the good news of the uh, month of Rabiul Awal, Mufti?
1: Jafat, yes, you see, we all received that message that uh, the first person who gives uh, uh, the next person uh, the news of Rabi al the advent of Rabi al-Awwal, uh, and then uh, they attributed a lot of lies and fabrications to Rasulullah, you know, that who denies Rasulullah, that Rasulullah will deny him in uh, the court of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So these are all fabrications that the people have concocted. You know, they're lying upon Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam has told us specifically that mana kazaba alayyamutamidan falletaba waqbahadah Nar Whosoever has lied upon me intentionally, let him prepare his heat in the fire of Jahannam. So it's a very, very grievous sin. It is not like lying upon any other person. Here you're attributing wahi. It comes from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to Rasulullah sallallahu Alaihi wa So in doing that shafi'at, you are leading the people, you are attributing something as hadith, which is not actually part of hadith. When you see these messages being circulated on social media, then tell the sender not to forward such messages, because then you're doing a good deed. You're preventing that person from entering the fire of Jahannam. Allah protect us, inshallah. Amin. I mean, I mean. Are uh, females allowed to color their
0: hair fashionable colors like pink, etc.? I know Paul Pogba, he puts the French flag over his head, uh, Mufti Sab? <laughs>
1: yes, you know why? It's almost summer season, silly summer season coming now. So uh, people will be flaunting uh, the uh, which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has or commanded them to cover outside. So you'll find green purple, purple also, and uh, pink in uh, many other fashionable colors. So a Muslim female is a very special being in the eyesight of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Islam also holds it very, very high regard and esteem. You know, so for her, it is not permissible. bi min minhum, that whosoever imitates a nation is a part of them. So you can't dye your hair all permissible colours as long as you are not doing better to follow the trends and customs of society out there because then you're following other denominations and not what the Islam has commanded you to do. So we want to put a little bit of highlights in your hair, etc., and make it a beautiful color that your husband endorses, and he likes it for that matter. and you're doing it to beautify yourself for the sake of your husband. You know, to keep that flame alive, then it will be permissible without having to show it off outside. Showing it offside is completely haram, gee
0: khair that, uh, Mufti uh, Mufti, how do we deal uh, with people who refuses uh, to pay
1: their debts? Well, that's a, mm-hmm. a pertinent question. Yes, Shafat, we must remember first and foremost that everyone is suffering uh, because of COVID-19. Many people lost their jobs also, so a little bit of compassion would be uh, appreciated uh, during these trying times, you know. But also you'll find people ducking and diving, not wanting to pay their debts, but they'll go on holidays, they'll buy expensive shoes, etc., and commodities. Forgetting the debts uh, comes first, you know. Now, Even if you die as a Shahid, all your sins will be forgiven, except debts, because debt is between that humanity it is not between a person and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so Allah will forgive all the sins that you've contravened by a, uh, uh you know committing acts of a violation against the Sharia, but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that uh, the uh, debts and dealings between human beings that uh, people will have to settle. So you'll either pay your debts in this world or you will have to pay them the year after when your good deeds will be taken and given to the person that you have owed the money to. So we need to encourage and exhort them to pay their debts before they leave this world. And if they should die, then they should uh, specify in their will and list all their debts for Shafaf so that the possible heirs I uh, can deal with this, inshallah ji.
0: Mm, and then, you know, sometimes before the mayat, uh, you hear the announcement, uh, you know, my uh, uh, father, if he owes you any money, please come forward. Uh, please come forward. The family members are here to uh, listen to you and uh, perhaps uh, deal with it. Uh, is that the a way of doing it also, Mufti
1: that's a very good way, Shafar, because you must remember, before any person can inherit from the estate of any person, the funeral expenses in all debts first needs to be settled. That uh, the ma bakia, what remains after the days, we call it debt, will be uh, given to the rightful heirs, you know, so by making ta'rif, Tariq means a debt which you've stated now by uh, telling the people uh, that whoever uh, uh, is a debtor that he should come forward and take uh, f- f- from the estate of the person who stays behind uh, that uh, type of money, you know. So yes, it is a very, very good way. You can do it via social media also, or you can just make an announcement. And if people come forward, then you need to settle the debts of the disease.
0: Mm-hmm. What happens if the whole world comes forward and uh, these, uh, these are all fake uh, claims of this <laughs> up?
1: That will happen because everyone is looking for money, so the person <laughs> needs to prove. In Islam, you need to prove uh, the transaction or the person owes you money or, or the person has owed you or taken from you money. If you cannot prove it, uh, then your claim will be discarded. G.
0: Thank you for that. Uh, alaikum, Mufti. Why are our ulama silent on what is happening in
1: India,
0: especially Assam?
1: Yes, uh, Shafa, very, very sad. Obadul Bakr, you know, these people, uh, especially in Assam, uh, they're evicting the people there, and we've seen uh, people being killed. We've seen, uh, you know, very, very graphic footage of uh, one journalist jumping on uh, the body of a Muslim person that has just been shot, and that person will be shaheed, inshallah, will be a martyr, because he's defended his family's household uh, for the sake of Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala, so it, it is not disgrace at all that, uh, that person, inshallah, we hope that he will be elevated. Uh, yes, uh, Shafat, I have heard our local ulama speaking out about the atrocities happening in, in India right now, but I've seen globally that many Darul Iftas and uh, many ulama bodies are speaking out condemning the atrocities by the BJP party and what they're doing. And you know what you said, Shafad, the police are standing around and all these abuses are taking place in killings and they're just standing there, no intervention from their side also. So this is abuse of, uh, Human rights, you know, in the subcontinent and people, especially ulama, those who are in charge of our pulpits and uh, those who are in charge of our members, they need to uh, create this awareness amongst uh, the Muslim community that boycott anything coming from India because this is how they're treating Muslims. And it is not only now, it has uh, been happening for some time also. And if we don't speak out now and uh, take a decisive action, then it can only escalate and get worse for our brothers and sisters in India and Allah protect them. You
0: know, Mufsi, once you're talking, I think about Nabi Muhammad, wa sallam, he wasn't in a passive mode. He had to get into, you know, uh, uh, into a mode of jihad when people attacked him. And you remember that all his uh, uh, battles were, you know, he was more on the defensive. He, he never went on the offensive. But when people attacked, then uh, they were there uh, ready to, uh, you know, take them on. So perhaps, uh, you know, you show too much of a passiveness uh then people uh, take advantage over you. Uh, your thoughts on, you know, uh, perhaps, uh, you know, the ulama needs to get a little more aggressive, like how you guys are in the the Cape. I mean, during apartheid, the aggression came there from uh, the militant people of the Western Cape. Uh, your thoughts, uh, Mufti Saab?
1: Yes, I uh, agree, Like the late Ibn Harun, rahimullah ta'ala, People who stood up against tyranny and oppression, you know. And yes, uh, we, 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 sometimes we have to go go as well. Remember, Rasulullah was granted permission uh, to uh, wage jihad before that he to endure suburb and all of these things. So the permission of fighting and speaking out, that has been given by Allah Subhanahu Taala, We shouldn't turn the other cheek and say, select me on the side also. And we should stop being conformists. That is our biggest problem. We want to be exemplary citizens, shifa, to appease governments, and yet our Muslim brothers and sisters, they are suffering at uh, that side. Now, if the ulama cannot give proper leadership, then who will the people turn to for leadership? You know, people will get fed up and they'll start leaving the deen, or they'll, uh, they'll start forming a militant groups, etc., then uh, that group will be led by Juhal, by ignorant people. So if the guidance of the ulama, if, if it is void of them then we're facing very, very uh, uh, great difficulties in the future. See?
0: Mm, this message says, that uh, My husband is having a WhatsApp affairs and uh, says it's completely harmless. What to do? Please, <laughs> Mufti? <laughs>
1: how can it be the shifat, uh, when they the chatting so, you know I always say from chatting comes cheating because it starts off as chatting If a friendly chat and then from there uh, it will escalate into something more steamy so all of these things a person an honourable Muslim should avoid you know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is all watching uh, even if uh, those messages are deleted at the end of the day, it can still be retrieved. And if it is not retrievable in this world, then it is definitely recorded by the angels who are standing on your right and your left side recording all that you do. So there's no such thing as uh, being harmless. Focus and give your attention to it that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given in your care and give your attention to Inshallah and avoid uh, these uh, things because from there you will end up with a broken home because of something that you deem to be a harmless key.
0: My daughter won a competition as she entered. Is the money lawful for her, Mufti? If
1: she didn't pay any entry fee, she didn't spend any money to enter the competition, meaning it was something random, uh, then, of course, the money will be lawful for her because she didn't pay an entry fee. However, Shavad, if in the unfortunate events she had to pay an entry fee or she to purchase something specifically with the intention of winning, then that money should be given away as charity. It will not be lawful for You know, see some poor Muslim out there, some that are and i uh, discard that money do not benefit or eat from it because you've entered into something which is completely uh, haram that is called immarino you know, gambling in Islam, that you paid uh, with the intention of winning and there you won, and so now you can't use that money.
0: Mufti Saab, if uh, some family members uh, violate the laws of Parda, can we refuse uh, to attend uh, their functions?
1: Shafati, we must be very, very careful not to to break family ties, you Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, does not want us to break family ties. That's why there is an uh, uh, exhortation. You can give dawah, you can uh, remind them about the laws of Farda, the laws of Islamic etc., and you have to do that continuously. The most difficult people to speak and to convince sometimes is your own family members. We saw it with Rasul Islam, uh you know, Abu Lahab family members, uh, they didn't accept uh, Islamic tech. They mocked him, you know, Abu Tahr, these people. Uh, so the, the most difficult people sometimes to convince is your own family members. Because they will think that you belong in the lulibun, you're completely uh, uh, suicidal, etc., all these things. So, so speak to them beautifully, uh, tell them in teach them and do not cut a family as Yes, If they persist in this sin and transgression, then you have a legitimate reason uh, not to visit them, you know, but you should still continue exhorting them towards what Islam is calling them to do.
0: Can one offer garlands and flowers to uh, Gandhi deities and statues, Mufti?
1: Shafat, uh, no, we cannot do it. A Muslim cannot do it. I believe one person did it somewhere in uh, Johannesburg, and uh, a politician, you know. So politicians will do anything and everything just to gain uh, more voters. Uh, see, they'll sell the in Islam also. So you cannot do any offering to any deity in any statue because they shirk. Uh, and uh, once you do that, your nikah will be broken. You need to renew your nikah. You need to re-embrace Islam as well is the seriousness uh, of the nature of uh, doing such acts uh, to appease uh, the people out there. You know, we should be very, very careful. Uh, Small shirk, hidden shirk, uh, big shirk, all these types of shirk will take a person out of Islam if the person is not careful. So we would advise a person that if he did this, the person should make some tiyatoba, re-enter Islam, renew his her nikah, you know, and then uh, take it from there, inshallah.
0: Yes, sir, Muftis, I'm absolutely brilliant this morning. Perhaps your parting words?
1: The month of spring, the month of Rabiul Allah Shafat, may we send abundant durood upon our Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, may we in his teaching, may Allah subhanahu taala alleviate and take, and remove this pandemic from the ummah. wa rahmatullahi ta'ala, wa barakatuhu.
0: Yes, wa alaikum salam to our Mufthi Ibrahim Smith, and to all of you that sent in questions. A big jazakAllah khair to you, you and you. Really appreciate that. Please stay tuned. You worth Sirius FM 105.7, your number one station in the East Rand.